what it is, what's going on. My name is Steven Reynolds, and you are now listening to the Plugged In Music Pod. What's up, everybody? This is Steven. We're back again with another episode this week. I'm, um, I'm tapping in with my boy, Frankie. How, How y'all doing? doing, man? How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? Doing good? What's going on, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I can't complain, man. How you feeling? Doing good. I'm doing good. So, I want to get straight into it. This past week, Lil Wayne is back. I know you're a Super Wayne fan. That's why I had to make sure you were at least on this. Yes, sir. Three, for those who don't know, it was about 17 songs. Yeah, about 17 to 20 songs. Yeah, I know I know it was a lot. I forgot the exact amount, but I know it was a lot. So first off, just what's your opinion of it? What you think? Um, my my first opinion, my first opinion based off of listening to first time. I like the first half of the album mixtape. I thought he was having a lot of fun. I thought he, you know, he was just having a lot of fun with the first half of the mixtape. He was playing with some more beats that I thought, you know, um, are modern. You know, he he did the you know the takeover beat, but he was on a lot of popular beats like the Pop Smoke beats. Um, but he did a lot of the um, little baby beats. He did the um, the Forty Two Doug and Little Baby joint. And I thought he killed that. But I thought most overall, I thought he was having a lot of fun on it on the first half of the album. He killed that, I mean, the first um, half of the mixtape. He killed that um that we paid me. He did. He did. I think I still believe that like a little bit of um I still think he should, you know, dab a little bit back on the auto tune. But there's a few songs that I like him on there that are meant for him to be on the auto tune for sure, but I thought he just had a lot of fun. Like I thought he was a little bit more free and just had a lot of more fun with the, with the songs that he selected. It was cool he, though. I know you used to say all the time that you wasn't a big fan of Wayne on the auto tune. I wasn't when when um when we were getting into like maybe around like 2015, right around the time he was going through the um the deal um issues with Cash Money and everything like that when he was really out of like out of loop. I felt like he was out of loop musically and I thought he was just kind of like doing, making music just to make music. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think he was inspired. I think he was just making music because he, you know, tried to fit with the mold of what it was transforming to be. And he was just hopping on stuff and he just wanted to make music to make music to let the day go by. He wasn't really inspired. So when he was using the autotune then, it was like, it was so heavy use. It was such a heavy dose of usage. Like it was like, I, I, I couldn't even listen to him at some points. So you know, uh, I'm a. So before we get into that, you said you like the first half, not the second half. The second half that was the that had all the features, had the the points with his sons, Mm -hmm. and I I mean I can appreciate it, you know, because I see he's trying to do, but I I I definitely feel you that. Um, I felt like if he would either had it either shorter, Mm -hmm. um, or just altogether just left those joints off, then I, I. definitely would have been more happy because I felt like it was a really good tape. I felt like it showed that Wayne still has it. Like, he, I don't think he's do prom, prom Wayne, but he's still not too far from that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's far from, from that. Uh, for me, you know, a lot of things with Wayne, it's like, you know, those, you know, the time that he's, you know, him doing the, the songs, you know, remixing over other people's songs. That's him, you know, that, that's what he's known for. So he's probably going to forever do that. I think some people are a little bit out of touch with that nowadays. 
and they're not really a fan of him being on there. They probably want him to be on the newest and the most recent up, you know, production like from Metro or from um, he gonna get in Southside. The- you know what I'm saying? But I I think um, I like the I like the tape too. It definitely showed that he still can hang with like he he can still hang. He can still hang even and his longevity is great and with the right production and with, and with the right people as far as like production wise and, and you know features wise he'd be he could make a solid album in 2020 still i believe right. so i think i think i like i like the tape too but people are, are people people are probably gonna say more so it's like okay i need him on these type of um production you know these beats so, so you know i'm a big young thug fan you're a big yes sir how does it feel for that moment to finally happen? The beef basically is over. I, I think the beef probably was been over, but I don't think yeah. that, I don't think that they just did anything. But for them to finally release a song together, that, that was a good mo- moment for hip hop, especially coming off of the Gucci Yeezy joint. Yeah, I I definitely um that was huge for hip hop, and it, and I was kind of sad that um it it kind of got overlooked due to the um due to what people were talking about with Thug over the weekend as well. Oh yeah, but um, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I really enjoyed it because not only was it a song that I thought, you know, not only was it a song, um, I, not only was it, it felt like you know they had to just get on a song and it, it wasn't no regular song. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like Wayne in his element a little bit, yes. and like I really listened to that song over and over again and. You know, they remade that song. They just kind of talked about what goes on out, out West. You know what I'm saying? They stuck to topic. You know what I'm saying? They stuck to they stuck to cues. And, like, you really – that was, like, the first time where I could really hear in a long t- – I was excited for that combination because you can really hear the both of them. Like, you can really hear the elements on these songs. Like, you can hear Wayne in the background of Thug's, you know, vocals. You can hear Thug in the background of Wayne's vocals you know, during the hook. Like, that's the chemistry that I I really was waiting for the both of them. Like, when you listen to them, when they start, you know, singing the hook and and, and they say, bitch, I got the, I mean, sorry, but, you know, I got the devil in me. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, like, they're just overlap. They're having, they're feeding off of each other. Like, and these are two different energies that we've been waiting for them to feed off of. Like, they just, I appreciate, I appreciated that. Like, I really just enjoyed Doug, Doug's chemistry with Wayne and how Wayne could really, because it was the first time, like, I really was like, dang, finally, Wayne is actually with a song, with an artist that sound, that has really took a piece of him, like, that's, no, that's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while he's been with an artist that he really was like, that took a piece of him and turned it into something else. Like a chuck him like I haven't think I think I haven't heard him with this type of like melodic chemistry since T Pain. And you already know what I'm gonna say mm-hmm. about the whole situation. Wayne's a genius, and he's a genius because he left Travis Scott off the song, man. <laughs> <laughs> he left Travis Honestly. off the song. When, <laughs> it's funny, bro. Everybody when that song when people seen the track list. You know, it was rumors. Everybody, that was one of the things people said. Well, first off, the Drake and Wayne joint, I don't know if it, it didn't leak, but DJ Khaled played a snippet of it. So everybody was going crazy about that. And I then, was a fan of that, man. Drake was also the rapping second on thing, that. The second thing. He gets the thing best out of Drake. That took off that before the, leading up to the tape 
was oh mm -hmm. thugs on the thugs on the thugs on the Wayne and thugs Wayne and thugs and then it showed the song and everybody's like man this probably just gonna be a, a, a Wayne probably is gonna paste in thugs hook and he's just mm -hmm. gonna be hook on there and when thug came with a whole new verse and he left Travis so off the song. I was so, so now excited. Now I got man. a version of that song I can enjoy. Yeah, I was so excited, man. And I'm not even. I thought the song was. I thought the song was Thugs. I thought that was Thug's song in the beginning. I thought um, that was his song in the beginning. But when they, now I like the version a lot more because now they stuck to rhythm and they stuck to the topic. They made it their own way and like it's just the chemistry, man. Like Wayne's auto. That is probably that is probably why I like Wayne's auto tune the most because. When he gets it right, Doug could teach him a lot of things, man. Like, he don't – Wayne and Doug could teach each other so much melodically. It's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's so crazy. If they ever make a joint album, I'm going to listen to it every day. Like, it's like, the, like it came this back could, full circle. Because I don't know if, if people – the people that may be listening, um, they may not know the, the full thing of Doug yeah. Wayne. But it's this was such a great moment because you really watched Thug start his career sounding like Wayne, paying homage to Wayne, just mm -hmm. wanting um that recognition from Wayne. Mm -hmm. Now some may say he went about it the wrong way, and I can understand why Wayne felt away. For for the listeners, it started with Barter Six. Wayne was trying to drop Carter Five, right? It was yeah. It was it was a little bit of a mess. It was right around. It was right Thug. around Carter Five, right? Yeah, five. right around when when Wayne said he wasn't dropping Carter Five, Thug was also on the rise. Yeah, and he was he was a, and Birdman was really backing him. So it was a little bit of a messy situation. And but Thug, as and it was called yeah. Carter Six at first. Thug was like, "Oh, I'm dropping my new album, Carter Six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he got a lot of pushback, and then he switched he got a, to Barter Six. Mm -hmm. But you know it's yep. still the same thing. That started this whole thing. So to watch an artist that, that and he was hot too. It was, don't don't let's let's not say let's not look at it like he was just an up and coming artist. Thug was had the hottest song of the year prior to that. Fact, he had one of the, hot, off he of had the hottest songs. One and Slime Season Two, both classic mixtapes. Yeah, so he was already like he was already there in the game. It, he wasn't like he was now, but he was in the game. Thanks. So for them to come together and do that song, that was just a special moment. Now, let's talk what moment. you said about the Drake thing, because you got to take about uh, Wayne and Drake on songs together. You kind of hinted to it. So what were you saying? Yeah. Um, I love the B.B. King uh, freestyle. I like that a lot. I think, um, I think Wayne and Drake get the best out of each other, man. I think especially Drake nowadays with Wayne, with Wayne being um, more appealing to the auto-tune side of these things, like, you know, appealing to the artists like Uzis, the thugs, you know what I'm saying? He's not he's not in that realm where he getting back to that, oh, I'm about, I can get comfy on the beat and get busy on the beat. He's not really there like that, like that. So when he get like a soulful beat, and you know, Wayne, he's got a he's got a history of just destroying soulful beats. Like he he really enjoys soulful beats. So when he gets hustling, a when I know I'm cutting you off my bad. It's hustle. No, nah, you good, you good. Beat. One more time. Uh hustle music. Is that a soulful beat? Yeah. You would consider it, bro, that's not I would consider that a, I can I would consider that a soulful that's, beat. That's amazing, bro. 
Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think that with that with that it's like you know the biggest thing for Wayne I think when he gets into that bag it's like oh he gets back into a pocket and then not only that with it being Drake Drake kind of challenges him I think Drake challenges him that you know gives him that edge where it's like oh sharpens you know steel iron sharpens iron you know what I'm saying and Drake being his protege it's like oh man Drake's the hottest right now too I can't let Drake, you know, I can't let Drake one up on me. So I feel like Drake makes a lot of I think Drake makes Wayne a lot better. He lets him he makes Wayne get in his bag. And Wayne also makes Drake get in his bag. I think Drake has dropped a lot of music this year. And I by far think this is might might be one of his top his best verses of the year. Bro, he's he, and Wayne smoked that that song. He sounds like he sounds like he's ready to drop a classic. That Drake flow? has been giving out free music. He's been giving out classic material. Bro, that flow is crazy. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. That flow is crazy. Drake Drake sound like... Drake... I think Drake is going to drop a real good classic. I think Wayne got him barred up, and I think Wayne got him back in his bag. I think he was already in his bag, but Wayne... He, no, he got was him different. in his bag, and Drake like he, got Wayne in his bag. Yeah, I, I feel you. They were both different on yep. that. That was I'm like hoping. COVID. I'm really hoping that Wayne can get back to this pocket. Like I'm really, really hoping he can get back into and just start really playing with soulful beats again. Like I really do. I think he can. He can kill anything he touches when it comes to that. So then um, we want to kind of push this conversation forward. So you kind of hinted to it earlier. That's something I wanted to talk talk about. You kind of talked about how this new generation may not. May not I don't let me let me phrase this right. They may not they may not appreciate what a classic mixtape is. And like mm-hmm. you said, like oh they want Wayne to be rapping over this person beat this person beat. They don't mm-hmm. want to recycle other people's songs anymore. But mm-hmm. in a sense, that was the essence of hip hop. Like that was what people were doing yeah. for decades. Oh, that you got a hot song. Let me write. Let me write over this song. Take your song mm-hmm. and put it on this tape, and then go crazy yeah. with the tape. And Wayne, that was. Peak Wayne, Wayne did that better than anybody. So do you feel, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about people not respecting um, the culture? Because that's really a cultural thing. That is the culture mm-hmm. of hip-hop. That's the foundation. You're 100% correct. I think um, for starters, the essence of the remix is is is, is dying. I think um, people are, are letting, rem- remixes used to be the thing. Like, man, it was a, it was a song and then the song had to have a remix, man. And everybody had to be on the remix. Sure. You remember watching that as a kid on like 106 in Park or BT, uh, you know, BT Jams or MTV Jams, you know, a song had a remix and the remix was getting played more than the song sometimes. Any song that dropped by a rapper back then, a remix had to come and five of your favorite rappers or five of your favorite other rappers was on that song. And that's what it was. But I think the essence of that is, is we're losing that especially with the new generation. I think remixes are still kind of cool if the song is hot. I don't think the re- I don't think if the song is hot then the remix will be even better. And then on and then that also makes me uh understand like with the way streaming is today, the essence of a mixtape has been diminished as well. Like Tell me about it. it's easy. It's easy to ask, you know, 
and and this is nothing wrong with the streaming world. I think streaming is awesome. But Apple Music, Spotify, you know, with Wayne, as an artist like Wayne, his mixtapes are getting depreciated because he that's what he does. That's all he's known to do on any mixtape he has, whether it's no ceiling, sorry for the weight, um, dedication, you know, the drought. Wayne just remixes and freestyles over everybody's beats. And that's how he became who he was. In essence, that's who he became who he was. So the good thing about Wayne is that he's staying true to the mixtape culture. He's trying to keep that alive, which I respect. It's just the way it's going now. Um, he, how, how, he would have to change the way he, he does mixtapes. He would have to change the way he does mixtapes. He would have to start... He would honestly have to start making just... He would have to start rapping over other people's actual beats and then doing what he would do on a on a mixtape like when he does rap on people's beats i notice his his rapping styles are different like on no ceilings two on no ceilings two and no ceilings three he talks more personally about what he goes through you know in the world like the the cash money situation or you know you know vulgar language or if he's talking about you know sexual explicit things you know, stuff like that. Like, Wayne becomes more free on a mixtape. That's why he gives it out for free. I think I think it has to do with, you know, I think it's something psychological with it. Like, he know he doesn't have to make a complete song. So, like, when an album, you got to make a song, right? So, when, yeah. when a mixtape, especially Wayne's version of a mixtape, and I'm going to put the little quotation from Wayne's version. No, I'm sure. He raps over other people's beats. So, that allows him to just go into the booth and just rap. Whatever it was, whatever's in his mind, and Wayne's mm-hmm. feel that he probably has a lot going on in his personal life. So, and when he, so he's able to articulate what's going on in his personal life when he's freestyling over a beat, not worried about making a song. Just close your eyes, black out, and go. And, I, yep. and that's one of the things I always appreciated from Wayne. And um, you kind of hinted toward like how he kind of has to change how he makes mistakes. Him getting no ceilings on Apple Music was huge. And I'm going to tell that you That was why. huge. I'm going to tell you why. Because that, like we were just saying, that's the essence of hip-hop. And I've never seen anybody get a, a project or even a song where you are literally rapping over the same exact beat, not a sample, but the same exact beat, and you put it on a, on a streaming platform so you're selling it and you're getting money for it. Like, bruh, I don't think people realize how GOAT level that is for Wayne. Even though some songs were left off, you know, some things he couldn't get cleared. Yep, yep. But, but it's like, it's like 12 songs in there. Yeah, that's good, man. Bro, Out of 20, how do you get that good. songs over other people's beats to sell? That's a, that's, that's a lot of sample clearing, man. That's a lot of endless sample clearing that you got to do. On, and this is not you. This isn't even your song. You got to do this for someone else's song. Facts, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to take time to do that. I don't believe Wayne's ever going to change. I believe he's going to always do this type of mixtape, you know, way of way of life because he stays true to that. He really does stay true to the craft. Like, he's one of – even though he's may, he may be outdated to some people as far as the listeners, he stays true to the craft. Like, and the people, oh, like, crashed. I'm sure – baby the mixtape side. Yep. That piff crashed. It, it, bro, I really thought he was back in in high school, bro. Exactly. When that I didn't crashed. think that could still happen. I was trying and, to get on there, and it wasn't even down and load up for me. I was like, bro, what's going on? 
Exactly. I had to download the app on my phone. I had to download the app. And I was like, all right. But the good thing, you see, the thing about Wayne doing that is that it's, it's artists, it's people like you and I that, that could just up and wake up and say, I want to be a rapper and make music and then walk into a, a Miami club one day and meet Wayne and Wayne's listening to his song and wants to remix it. It's like that type of feeling to a rapper that was listening to Wayne growing up. It's like, it's like everything, man. That's Bro, why the, that's why that keeps it. It's funny you said it. Lil Baby said the exact same thing. Man. Yeah. They were talking about how people like, sometimes people get, uh, they feel a way about maybe a rapper rapping on their song because they don't want them to take their, technically take their song if they got the better version. And mm-hmm. Lil Baby straight said, man, Wayne can, can rap on every song I got. Because he was a Wayne fan, bro. Like, that's what people are. If you're a Wayne fan, him rapping, even if he raps on his song and people like his version better, mm-hmm. that's him acknowledging you. And yep. people, we all just want to be acknowledged by the people we grew up in mind. And Wayne like said that. That's like a hood trophy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Wayne mm-hmm. said that, too, when he, he did a vlog one time for No Ceilings. And he was telling people, like, he was telling people, I'm not trying to rap on the pe- person's beat because I want to steal their beat. I rapped on the beat because I like the beat. Right. I'm going to kill the beat because I like the beat. And I was like, oh, man. It's, I mean, it's that simple. So that's why he continues to do it. I know he's going to – he ain't going to be the way we once knew before. But I can – I mean, if he like your beat enough, he's going to kill it. He's going to kill it. I, I still think that Wayne is inside there. I still think that Wayne is there, like, because – I mean, to know if I'm a rapper and I'm coming from where we come from, especially where we come from, and he rap on one of my beats that ain't probably it ain't even a it ain't even a a, a city. It ain't even a song that the city resonates with, but it could be like a song that, you know, one of my just on one of my mixtapes or something. And Wayne said, man, I like that. I'm going to put this on the drought three. I mean, I'm going to put this on the drought four. And I'm hearing that, and everybody get to hear that, and that's my beat. And then that draws people to me. Oh, Wayne rapped on that. That beat sound hard. Who made that song? Oh, such and such made that song. Such and such got a nice little tape too. That's that's buzz right there. People don't even know. Some people probably don't even know half of the beats that Wayne rapped on on No Sinless Three. But they like, dang, Wayne killed this. And as soon as they find the beat, they find the who the artist is. And as soon as they find out the artist, they find out a liking to the artist. And he did that for free. That's free publicity right there. Free publicity. I'm sure, I'm sure he got a little... He, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm not sure if Wayne really get, ever got paid for a tape or not, but if you got DJ... I know, And even DJ Khaled hosting that for Wayne is like, I thought that was good, man. Like, yeah. that, I think that was good for him. That's, that's a good that's, moment because DJ Khaled kind of carved out his own lane into the culture. Uh, like yep. you relevant culture because back then DJ Khaled probably wasn't and the funny thing is back then when Wayne was in his hottest like his prom DJ Khaled probably wasn't even big enough to host a Wayne uh a Wayne tape DJ Khaled was like always love mm-hmm. like I feel like he got big um what was it was it that Snapchat joint that he was doing yeah and that's when kind of he, him and his brand took off so mm-hmm. for DJ Khaled to be at his peak and get this look and that, yep. But we're basically just explaining all the reasons why Wayne's one of the goats. Exactly. And even then, right, Khaled, Khaled's biggest songs are with Wayne. Khaled, Khaled will tell you, 
I don't speak to Khaled, but I'm speaking in, in terms for Khaled. I will say Khaled will tell you that one of his biggest records Wayne gave him. Wayne Wayne gave Khaled Khaled said on one I saw an interview he did. He said Khaled Khaled said Wayne gave me my best verse when we taking over. Man, I, I am the beast. Feed that, me rappers or feed me beats. Bro, that was that was a legendary line too. That's like I'm one of the most you, known quotable rap bars in the history of rap music. And and to this day, he's still, he's still to this day, still to this day, he's doing he's doing rap. He's doing um, he's doing um, what's it called? To this day, he's still giving Khaled features. Because he just had the joint with what Justin Bieber was it? Was that just no? That wasn't. That, was that Justin Bieber and Wayne? Yeah, it was the um. The uh, uh, what's it called? I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, it was um, it was on um, not this last album, but the album before that, the Assad album. It was called um, and then that went only I'm the one. Yeah, and then that went a Grammy. Yep. So that's just more just proving your point when you were saying Wayne gives Khaled his biggest song. Yeah, so um, we're, we're going to end it a little short today just because we got a special pie for y'all on Friday. I'm going to bring Frankie back. Uh, eight, and we're going to try to get a couple producers in here. And we yes, have a question that, that everybody is wondering. Um, I don't even know if I should say it now, but it's going to nah, man, don't, yeah, but don't even surprise. Just surprise me, man. I'm excited. It's going to be excited. a great debate. It's going to be, I'm going to just put it that way. It's going to be a great debate. So I thank y'all for tuning in. I thank thank you, Frankie, for coming to chop it up with me on the late night tip. So you can hey, get man, done. I appreciate you as always, brother. You already know it's love, man. Thank you for thank having you, me. My dog. So I'm holla at y'all and I'm holla at you, Frankie, uh, in a couple of days. All right, man. See you soon. Hey man, what's up? This is Steven. If y'all want to hear more of the plugged in music pod, make sure y'all tune in. We'll be discussing everything. Um, she will be on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, everything. We're recording this on Anchor. So if y'all like what y'all hear, make sure y'all tap back in with us. I appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all next time.